This is episode 588 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, The Attack Cycle. This is how the bad guys do it. Hey, I'm Todd Zapolvera, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. Hey, as I get started on this episode, I gotta tell you, after last week's you know Friday episode, episode 587, when I announced that I was going to move from the five-day-a-week podcast to just one day a week, man, I got so many emails and people you know, telling me that hey, they were sad that I wasn't going to be doing it five days a week, but that they understood and they were so appreciative of you know what the, of the podcast and, and how I was handling it and going forth with it. And I just got to tell you that that's very helpful. It makes me feel very blessed that you know I would get that outpouring from the listeners out there. So I just wanted to send a quick thank you to all of you who sent emails and well wishes and all of that. Kind of understanding that there's something more powerful that's driving me than just my desire to have a popular podcast or anything else like that. And so I just wanted to let you know that I'm totally, totally grateful for you and for your listenership. So thank you so much. I want to let you know that I am going to release. And so I figured, you know, people might have withdrawals. Now there's a lot of other preparedness podcasts out there and you can go search for them. Um, you know, if you're on iTunes or you go search on Apple podcast at the very bottom, there will be other recommendations. Now there are some that are still on Apple podcast that haven't done a, a, a new podcast in years, right? They still show up. So you can always go and listen to those past episodes. You know, there's a lot of great people out there in the preparedness community doing great things. There's new podcasts always popping up and, you know, coming out with new material and stuff like that. And so you can find them as well and you can listen to them. But I thought, you know, there's going to be this a segment of the listeners out there that are like, man, we want to listen to the articles the way that, you know, Todd, at least Todd reads them, right? And so there is an app that I have been playing around with for a while. Actually, I've been using it for a while and it is very helpful. And I've done a video on it and I'm going to release that. So if you are listening to this uh, on on Monday, you know, I remote, uh, this is Sunday evening, I'm recording it. And by the way, like nothing has really, it feels like nothing has really changed for me because I made that announcement on the Friday podcast, which I record on Thursday. And then I went through the weekend and I'm recording this to release it on Monday morning, right? So the the podcast episode of the week, I'm going to shoot for releasing it on Monday morning. So it'll be there so that you can listen to it. So that nothing has really changed for me, right? I've never, I haven't experienced not doing the podcast like I had been doing it. So, you know, I'm just kind of throwing that out there. But I've been playing around with this this. Uh, app that would really truly work and I've used it myself many many times and so I wanted to do a how-to video on how to use that so I am going to release that on Tuesday right so if you are on the email list I am going to send out an email with the link to the how-to video so that you can use it and I'm telling you it's free it's really cool 
and you know this thing will this app will read articles to you and there's like no downtime you don't have to allow it to figure out what it's doing or anything like that you add the you add the article to it and then you hit play and it's just it's pretty amazing so i'm going to share that on youtube i've recorded the video and i'm just going to get ready to do that and so if you are on the email list that will go out of course, I'm also going to share it on Prepper website and on the social media channels. I just kind of make it automatic to just kind of go out. So if you are there, you'll see it come through at some point. But for sure, if you're on the email list, you're going to see it come through. Um, that way you never miss you know, what is going on with Prepper website because that's one place where I want to announce things first. And so hopefully this app will be a benefit for you so that you can go over to Prepper website. You can load up all the new articles that have been posted and then you can just go through them and listen to them. It'll be a really great deal, I think. And it's kind of a game changer. The other thing that I was thinking about, for those of you that might feel like you know, you're going through a little bit of withdrawal there or you're trying to figure out what you're going to listen to, again, there's so many different podcasts out there. I listen to so many different podcasts in different genres, right? But if you are looking for audible books and you're maybe you're wanting to stay in the preparedness realm and you're wanting to listen to some fiction or you know something along those lines, Audible is really the way to go. The app is like first class. And what I really love, you know, back in the day when Audible books and, and you know, audiobooks and stuff like not Audible, but audiobooks and podcasts and things like that, when you would have to download them to your computer, then transfer them over to like an MP3 player. One of the things that I hated about, about it is that it would never pick up where it left off. So you would have to look at your MP3 player and say, okay, so, you know, whatever. So audio file number one was playing at, I stopped it at 15 minutes and 37 seconds. So then when you would get in, when I would, and this is the way I listen to it in my vehicle, I would get into my vehicle, I would have to forward to 15 minutes and 37 seconds to be able to pick up where I left off. Now, None of these, so podcast catchers and, and the Audible app, they don't do that. Like the minute you just turn it off, it picks up right where you left off. And I truly love that about it. And so if, you've, if you're not a member of Audible, you get a 30-day free trial right now and you get two free audiobooks. And so the, the cool thing about this is that if you choose not to continue the Audible membership after 30 days, because you don't have to, this is just a free trial you still get to keep those audiobooks. So if you've never listened to something like One Second After, there are, you know, that's that audiobook that's out there. You can download that and you can listen to it. If you've never listened to any of Mark Goodwin's books, you know, one of the things that I saw, I was searching in Audible and his on Audible there's the box set. And so if, you know, there's like three or four books in a series, you can download the box set and you can listen to all, but really it's kind of cheating. You get all four books or three books in the series, you know, for one download. And man, that is a lot of listening. So if you're going on a trip or you have a drive, my drive is only 10 to 15 minutes, really 10 minutes, unless I hit some really bad traffic or lights or whatever, but it's only 10 minutes, but I can listen to podcasts. I can listen to audiobooks. And I greatly love them during summertime. If you're taking any kind of trips, you know, as the kids are messing around there back there in the back and, and they're doing what they're doing, you can pop some headphones in or, you know, put a, you know, run the, the audiobook through your, uh, your, 
your your automobile speakers. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I'm getting tied up on my words here. I wanted to say you can pop them into your headphones, but that's not always safe. Although sometimes when you're driving with the kids, you might want to pop in the headphones, but you can run them through your speakers and you can just run them to the front, right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and fade everything to the front. So I'm only able to listen to it. There's been times where I have faded and balanced, right? So I've faded to the front, then balanced it over to the left-hand speaker so that it's only coming out of the speaker over where I'm driving. So no one else can hear it. And, you know, they they don't want to hear whatever I'm listening to. And so that's one way that I have listened to it in the past. And you can do that as well. And so, again, free. And that's one thing that I want to continue to say. And whatever you download you get to keep. And if you continue to use these, um, you know, if you continue to stay with your membership with Audible, you get great deals all the time. And I'm really glad to have my membership. And so I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm going to have a link in the show notes to episode 588. I can't link to Audible directly because that's against um, Amazon's terms of service. And so if they find out, they'll like link or or yank my affiliate and all that kind of stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to link to episode 588 like I always do. And then from there, you can easily click on the Audible link and go and, you know, register for Audible and get your two free downloads. I tell you, it's going to be really, really worth it. So anyway, I wanted to just kind of leave those two things there. Don't forget if you're not signed up for the email list to do that so that you can be notified when that video goes out. Um, That's going to be tomorrow if you're listening to this on Monday. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from modernsurvivalblog.com. And again, the article is entitled The Attack Cycle. This is how the bad guys do it. And so I'm going to say it's not a very long article, but I think it's one that helps you to understand what you need to be doing when you go out there in public. Now, the area where I live, I live out in the suburbs of Houston. It has greatly changed. And my wife has been coming out here, even before we moved out here years ago, has been coming out here to visit her dad. And her dad lives out here. And I always hear how much it's changed out here and all that kind of stuff. And because of social media and because I'm a member of some of the groups, although I don't really frequent them anymore, like I've said over and over again, I'm trying to get off of social media and really I only go to deal with things that are like in the group or whatever and approve things or whatever. But, you know, there's there are some groups uh, on Facebook that are just specific to my area and they're always talking about different crimes and things that are going on. So you're very aware of what is happening. And so some people will say, well, it's always been like this. You just never knew it because now you have a quick means of knowing what's going on. And I don't believe that. I believe that times are crazy. Things are going to continue to get crazy and continue to spiral out of control. There are people out there that don't want to work for a living. They feel like they can just take, they can spend an hour out there and take someone's money, take some somebody's purse and take someone's hard earned, you know, things that they've, that they've worked for and they can take it and make it their own because they don't want to go out and get a job. And I think that that's going to happen more and more. I've said it many times before, as the economy begins to wobble, right? And we see all these things that, hey, there's more jobs than people, but are there the type of jobs that people that are going to go out there and do harm to people, are those the type of jobs that they're going to get? 
And and I'm just telling you from what I hear and what I see out there. And, and if you're in an area where you're just, you don't see this and you're not experiencing this, well, then I'm grateful for you. But that doesn't mean that you don't need to be aware of what is going on still because you can be traveling to another side of town. And if you're living in a little bubble and then you think everything is like that, you're going to be greatly surprised when you get out there. So this article talks about the attack cycle and what the you know what thieves and robbers and and what someone who wants to do harm to you what they're thinking what's going through their mind and the stages that they go through and so at different stages you can do different things to thwart an attack on you and in you can be smart about it so again, like I said, I think as the economy begins to spiral, as people begin to get desperate, as you know, prices go up at the grocery store, which we all know is happening and they're going to continue to happen. When you read about the food shortages that are going to be coming, you know, I was reading Martin Armstrong this week about the the things that we're seeing with you know, with, with the flooding up north and how things didn't get planted. I mean, 40% of land that is normally planted for corn has not been planted. And so 40% out there is is not going to be produced. Now, that doesn't hit us right now. It starts to hit us next year. We start to feel that next year. And so that's one thing to to realize that food prices are going to be going up. Cattle has, you know, cattle got wiped out. A lot of cattle up north got wiped out because of the floods. We're hearing about pork over in China and now, you know, the the swine flu and how that is going and crossing over countries and things like that. So pork is going to be going up and oh my goodness, bacon, right? I mean, come on, you need your bacon. And so that stuff is going to be going up. So all these things, people are going to be experiencing prices going up. And again, there's going to be people out there like, hey, I'd rather go out there and rob and steal than go out there and try to do it or do without or, you know, whatever. Right. And so it's really beneficial here at this point of where we are in society is to be very careful and smart when you go out there. So I'm going to stop yapping. I'm going to go ahead and jump into this article again, modernsurvivalblog.com. The attack cycle, this is how the bad guys do it. I want to go ahead and read it, and I will come back at the end with a little bit of commentary. All right, let's go ahead and start. In the intelligence community, it's referred to as the attack cycle. Look, choose, stock, close, and then strike. It's the bad guy's blueprint. Here's where it matters to you and I, the good guys. When you understand how it works, their nefarious script, or the attack cycle, can be stopped dead in its tracks. The following information is my summary of an article that I read in Shooting Illustrated titled Bad Guy's Blueprint by Steve Tirani. The concept fits with what we've talked about here on the blog when it comes to personal security. The takeaways from this is to know that if you break any of the following steps in the attack cycle used by the bad guy, the attack will likely be foiled. All right, so here is stage number one. It's look. Now, predators first stalk their prey. Logically, first, the bad guys must look for their prey. The predator is looking for an easy target, low-hanging fruit, so to speak. If you pass the test, he will move on to the next step. So how to avoid the look phase? First, don't be there in the first place. Don't be in the environment where bad guys may be on the prowl, a convenience store or a gas station late at night, bad areas known for crime pretty much anywhere late at night. 
With that said, bad situations happen to good people in seemingly safe places and during the day. Practice good situational awareness. All right, so I said I was going to comment. I was going to give some commentary at the end. Let me just go ahead and break in now. This is one of the big ones for me. And having my wife go out at night has just been a thing where we have just stopped doing it. It's been a while now. And the thing is that if she has to go out at night, then she goes out with one of us, right? So I'll go out with her or one of the boys go out, you know, and I've got big monster kids, right? And so when a thief is looking and they're stalking their prey, they're looking for that, like he said here in the article, that low-hanging fruit. And so if there is someone with a big person next to him, a woman with a big guy next to him, then a thief is going to say, okay, I'm not going to be looking at that person. I'm going on to the next person. I'm going somewhere where I can have an easy target, right? Because I don't want to I don't want to cause more trouble for myself. I want this to be easy. Remember, they're, they're wanting that easy money. They're wanting that easy lift, right? So they're going to be looking at some something else. So we've just gotten to the point where at night when the sun starts going down that we don't go out. And if someone needs to go out, then they're going to go with, you know, or my wife needs to go out, then they're going to go out with one of the boys or I'm going to go go out, right? And so that just means a little bit better planning. That just means that, you know, you you do things before the sun goes down and all of that. It's it, it sucks, I know, because we should be free. We should be, you know, feel like we are safe out there. But that is where we where we are right now in society. Is you know, we gotta go out there and we gotta be careful because people are wanting to do bad things, and so things happen at night. So, okay, this first this first stage, look, right? Because predators are going to first stalk their prey. So we're going to move on to the next one. And the next one is choose. The victim is chosen. Again, guys, remember, this is coming from the the perpetrator's perspective, right? The, the person that's going to do the bad stuff, the bad guys. This is coming from their perspective. So the victim is chosen. So you're in an environment with a bad guy. How or why might be might he choose you or anyone as their intended prey? Maybe the target appears weak and or unobservant, most likely with their head down in the iPhone, an easy mark. First he looked, then he chose his intended victim because the victim appeared as easy prey. So how, to, how not to be chosen as the intended victim? So appear aware and confident whenever you're out and about. Don't do stupid things that may attract their attention, like flashing a wad of cash, headphones on, walking while texting, a vulnerable, unsecured purse, engrossed in conversation, oblivious of surroundings. All right, how important is that? So again, if you have to go out and you're by yourself, whether it is night or it is day, you know, you need to show that you are aware and you are paying attention. If the bad guy is looking around and making contact with other people, then when you make contact with them, they know that you know that they're there, right? So going back to my wife and how she kind of sets things up even during the day, and she doesn't do this all the time, but maybe when she's not 100% that it is, you know, that she's looking around and maybe she doesn't like someone who's out there or whatever. Um, and, and sometimes she just does it. I mean, when you talk to her, she'll just tell you that there are times where she does it regardless. But or maybe when the sun's starting to go down. Right. And not necessarily that it's dark. 
that she has a, a can of mace on her keychain. And so she knows she's going out to her car. She knows she's going to be opening her car. So she has that those keys readily available. But what she does is she grabs the mace in her, in her finger and she has her finger on the trigger and she has it up ready to spray. So imagine this, right? You're a, a thief and you're looking around for someone to choose as a victim and you see a woman coming out of the store, maybe pushing a car maybe walking with a bag or whatever and then they have one hand up on a trigger ready to spray mace you're not going to go to that person you're going to skip out and you're going to go and hit someone else right and so that's one thing that she does another thing that i have done for her and she really didn't like it at the beginning what but i put this humongous whistle on her keychain and it's, so it's one of those uh, wind style or, you know, it's supposed to be like on Amazon. It's like the loudest whistle that you can buy or whatever. Right. And so it's this big, nasty, orange looking whistle, but it's very, very loud. And so some people would say, you know, people just that won't get people's attention anymore. But think about the last time you were out in public and you heard a whistle go off. Did you turn around or anything like that? Now, I guarantee it. There's sometimes where alarms go off and people don't turn around. Now, I tend to do that, you know, but sometimes people don't. But a whistle, I mean, it's been a long, long time. And so you kind of imagine like police officers, maybe like downtown and they're directing traffic and they're blowing a whistle. And so you might have seen that there, but when have you ever seen it like in a parking lot or coming out of a store or anything like that? You just don't hear hear whistles like that anymore. So if someone was to use a whistle like that, it would get people's attention. And again, a victim is not, or uh, I'm sorry, a perpetrator is not, or a bad guy is not going to want to draw attention to themselves. So anyway, so don't become a victim don't become a person that the bad guy chooses. So moving on to number three, number three or the third stage is stalk. Observe, decide, and plan the attack. Remember, again, coming from the bad guy's point of view. The bad guy has chosen, but now he will observe and decide if it's worth the effort. Person X is now being stalked and is under scrutiny as the potential victim. Once it has been decided, the bad guy will figure out how to get close to you. Maybe he'll use a verbal interaction trick or perhaps a sneak attack. So how to stop the stalk phase. Don't be an attractive victim. If you know you're in a bad environment, take a few seconds and look around. Anything that you do which appears situationally aware will break the attack cycle. Even if you don't see a threat, but he might see you. The important thing is if and after you see a potential predator, Know that you may be under scrutiny. Your own confident appearance and any action that you take next, which indicates awareness, will reflect that you will not be easy prey. All right, so there's times when I do this, and I feel like I'm a big guy, right? And so I don't usually think people are going to mess around with me. But there are times where I don't like maybe a person who is coming out of the store or one of the things that I have noticed recently, people come up to you and they have those little cards in their hands like, hey, I'm from and and I hate this, right? Being a pastor, being a Christian and and they're like, hey, I am with so-and-so mission and I would like to, you know, we're just asking for donations or whatever. I hate the idea that a robber or a thief could use something like that to get close to you. But there have been times where people have done that. And I have told, you know, I put my hand out and say, hey, you need to stay back. I, I, you're, you're close enough. 
Tell me whatever you need to tell me from where you are right now, right? And so that that is something that you're able to do and you're able to say and you're able to be confident. And if they're not listening, you're able to say it in a little bit more, you know, authoritative voice. I said, hey, stop right there. Don't come any any closer. And so, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, you need to be thinking about. That's one thing, one way that people can get close to you. And I see that happening all over the place where I'm at. You know, people will walk up and they'll try to, you know, hey, I need some money or blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And that could be somebody very innocently needing some money. It could be someone just panhandling, or it could be somebody wanting to do some harm to you. And I hate the fact that again, like they would use that in, you know, use like being in a mission or, or whatever, you know, doing Christian witnessing or whatever, but they're, you know, you're still okay. I think you're okay by saying that like, Hey, you need to stop right where you are and, and give, make them stop way in advance because you know, when someone's going to come up and try to talk to you and then, you know, you let them know you come far enough, do not come any closer. And again, for a woman, that's when having that spray up in the in the air with your trigger finger is going to get them to stop. You know, having a whistle, you know, close to you and say, I will blow this whistle if you do not stop, you know, or being very authoritative as a guy saying, you don't come any closer to me. Right. And so that's one of those things that you can you can do because people will find a way to get close to you. And again, when you're walking out of a store, it could be that someone notices you when you first walk into the store and then they realize, hey, this person's on their phone, they're not paying attention. So they wait for you to come out. And so they stalk you until you come out. And when they come out, that is when they make their move. And so that's why you always need to be aware of who is around you and what is going on. All right, so moving on to the next stage, it's close. Close the distance to the strike. It has been decided person X is going to be the target. This step is a time between when the bad guys begin to close the distance and when he gets to the victim. So what if the bad guy is coming towards you? If you are aware and see a potential bad guy beginning to close the distance between you, look him directly in the eye for a moment. Non-confrontational, he sees you looking at him. The element of surprise is gone. This will probably break the attack cycle. There's easier prey out there. Now, I'm not willing just to say that eye contact is going to be enough because if someone is closing the distance, if they're making their move towards you, unless they are very skilled and it's like, hey, they're able to, to, to you know, act like they're going a different way. Like, hey, I'm going after you, but then I realize I'm kind of found out. So then I'm going to kind of just walk past you like nothing, right? Or whatever it is. Then I think a lot of the times the people out there, when they make that move to move forward, then they're ready to strike. And so you need to whatever, like we talked about in the stage before that, you need to be ready with whatever you need to do. Again, having your head on a swivel, knowing you know the people that are around there, letting them see you even before it gets to this place where they're starting to close that distance. You see, when that starts happening, like I mentioned before, and really I kind of jumped the stage before that when when I would say like hey you need to stop right there that you don't want it to get to that point ever right you don't want to get to that point because then your you know the hairs on the back of your neck start standing up and you start going into another mode there realizing that someone is is very close to doing harm to you or at least taking you know your stuff right and so making sure that you see everything that's going around and going on 
your phone, you can put your phone in your pocket, in your purse. You can wait till you get inside of your car. You turn the car on, turn the AC on, lock the doors, all that stuff. And then you can get to your phone. You know, the person that's trying to get a hold of you can wait. How did we survive before we had cell phones? I mean, come on. So we, you can do that. So then the last stage is strike. And so after the four steps, then the other four steps here that we have talked about, this is the fifth step. The attack is executed. If you have been chosen and failed to recognize the impending attack, it will be too late after the predator has taken his first four steps. Now, I don't know where they came up with four steps. However, I believe it may reference that their decision has been made with certainty and commitment to execute the attack. The wheels are in motion, so to speak. The point is, don't let it get to this phase. Otherwise, you fight or give up what the attacker is after. All right, guys, so that is the cycle that people are going through, right? That want to do you harm, that want to steal from you, that want to take what you have. And so, again, you don't want it to get this far down the road to the fifth step where they're actually striking or they're executing their attack. You want to be a hard target where someone can't do any harm to you right and so i just there are things that you can do we need to be careful out there like i said the world is crazy and just being aware situationally aware and knowing what is going on knowing your surroundings being familiar with the you know the grocery stores the malls that you go to the stores that you're going to being aware of crime reports you know sometimes crime reports might freak you out more than then if you're that type of person like I know all the crime that's going on in my neighborhood and it's going to or in my community it's going to freak me out well then don't read it but if you're the type of person like hey if I know then this makes me uh, or allows me to make better decisions you can easily go to crime reports.com and drill down to your community and find out if if you're if the police uh, that uh, your local law enforcement share data with uh, crime reports and with I believe it's the FBI or whatever but if they share their reports, then it does get on there. And so you're able to know what is going on and what kind of crimes are being perpetrated around your area. It's just smart to be aware. And again, like I said, I think this is something that you can always practice. You practice it now. It may be in times where, you know, times are kind of iffy. But if times really, really get bad then you're not walking into it like a Pollyanna, man. You know that you know the world, the world is out there and there's people out there that are wanting to do bad things to you. And so there you go with that. Guys, there are 19 comments here and Ken does a great job over at Modern Survival Blog. He's got a great community over there and people were just leaving some comments. I was just reading the comments and there were really good ones. And so I would recommend that you come and read some of them. Just kind of like, this uh, this this one right here, um, the post shows a man at an ATM. So the, the picture at the very top of the article shows a man at an ATM. And then this person left a comment says, we seldom use an ATM, but when we do, the wife does the transaction and I stand watching the area with a gun at ready, but concealed. Always be aware. I think that's a great strategy, right? So when you're going to the ATM that you are doing it, and if you have to do that, right? I mean, ATMs cost a lot of money. I mean, I can't remember the last time I really went to an ATM. But anyway, so if you have to do that, you know, you're able to 
uh, you know, someone is able to do the transaction while someone else is is uh, being very much aware of what is going on and who is coming up behind you or whatever. And so there's a lot of other comments here that I would uh, highly recommend that you go and check out over at Modern Survival Blog. Like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes or over at the website so that you can easily go over there and check it out. One of the other things I want to point out is Ken made a mention of referencing the article, that this is a summary of another article. And I did find that article on Shooting Illustrated, and I linked to that one in the show notes as well. So if you want to go read that full article uh, over at Shooting Illustrated, I've linked to it there. I've linked to the article over at Modern Survival Blog and all that good stuff. I've linked to Audible and <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. I'm lo- I've linked to all this good stuff. If you've never looked at the show notes, man, take a look at the show notes. I try to drop some stuff in there. I hate it when I listen to a podcast and you know the podcaster says something, right? And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I wasn't able to get the, the link right completely. And so I go to their show notes and their show notes don't say anything right? It's just like the title of their podcast. And I'm like, come on, man, you know, throw some links in here or something. So I try to do that. I just try to, again, you know, the things that I'm doing out here, I try to learn from the experience of what I know that I could benefit from. And I try to do that on my own podcast. And so I'm hoping that uh, you find that valuable as well. Again, uh, you know, all those links in the show notes, you can go check out. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 588. Hey, again, don't forget to look out for um, that uh, video that I'm going to be sending out through email so that if you want to have a way where you can listen to articles, you can load up the you know articles in this app and then you can listen to it and really you can kind of set it and forget it and it'll just continue reading these articles to you one after another. You don't have to keep pushing a button. It works really, really well. And so that's going to be coming out on Tuesday. And uh, if you miss it for whatever reason, I will share it out with you at the next uh, next podcast. I will put it in the podcast uh, show notes and all that good stuff. If I remember, hopefully, I mean, we're talking about like a week out, right? Um, but of course, they're going to be on Prepper website. The video will be shared on Prepper website and over at my YouTube channel. So you can go and uh, check it out there. So um, it, it'll be there for you. But I think that's a a really great way. Don't forget about Audible. And then don't forget about all the other preparedness, you know, things that we have, all the articles and the pages that we have on Prepper website. We have so many articles and things linked resources for you that uh, would help you in your preparedness and help you to gain the knowledge to help you build those skills. And so they're always there at prepperwebsite.com. And uh, don't forget to to hang out there. And then also all the other, if you're new to Prepper Website Podcast, the Prepper Website Podcast, don't forget to subscribe. We have 587 other episodes that you can listen to. A lot of great uh, preparedness content here on the podcast as well. And when you subscribe to the podcast, you ensure that you'll never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And again, don't forget to connect with me. I have the link in the show notes so that you can connect to the email list. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.